Restoration Counseling Podcast number five. Here we go. The information you receive in this podcast is not a substitute for professional counseling. If you or someone you know is hurting, we encourage you to please talk to them and have them contact their local professional counselor. Enjoy today's show. Welcome to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. It's not for therapists, it's for everybody. I'm your host, professional counselor, Jared Pogue. Not everybody needs therapy, but certainly everybody needs a little help every now and then. We help people understand their world and their relationships one mistake at a time. Today I'm going to begin a dialogue about self-confidence. I'll be laying out my general understanding of self-confidence before offering up next week an interview with marriage and family therapist Mead Reed about her personal journey towards self-confidence. I don't think you'll want to miss this. It's, it's going to be a real treat. Uh, a couple quick notes before today's episode. I didn't get to say everything I wanted to in this episode, but I'm hoping to get more information out by putting footnotes and resources onto our blog. You can find the link at the end of our podcast description in iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Finally, as I begin to interview, uh, this season of interviewing on the Restoration Counseling Podcast, I'd like to encourage you to be sending in some topics and questions um, that you'd like to hear. In between some of these interviews, I hope to be answering them. Uh, examples might be something like, what do I do about a boss who won't listen to me? How do I tell a friend that he or she's drinking too much? Or what do I do with a low-grade self-hatred that won't go away? Again, on interview off weeks, I'll be answering these questions, shedding some light and dignity on the things that can be the most difficult for us to talk about in life. I look forward to receiving your questions and inquiries, and I hope I can help. Uh, Until then, enjoy this week's episode. There is an old Bob Dylan song that begs a great question. How many roads must a man walk down before he can be called a man? In a conversation about self-confidence, this question could be retold to ask, how many roads must a man walk down before he can truly be confident? As Dylan goes on to tell us, the answer, at least somewhat, is blowing in the wind. This is to say that there is no simple answer to when we have arrived at self-confidence. The general consensus, however, is that it doesn't appear overnight. Being fairly sure of oneself for many is a lifetime endeavor. For me, it's certainly a lifetime endeavor. With that said, it is best to view self-confidence within a spectrum, not asking whether you have it or not, but to what degree does it exist within you and in what realms? This spectrum view then allows us some solid ground to move forward, giving us the ability to ask the question, why should I have more self-confidence today in what I believe than I did a year ago? This question can be answered much more definitely 
and it's the springboard to real sustainable change. I submit that self-confidence is, at its core, the product of personal work. Every book read, every class taken, every philosophical question wrestled with and scrutinized, every personal reflection painfully weighed, every sociological concern stated and analyzed, and of course, every action taken because of these efforts is true self-confidence. Self-confidence is a result of work, not so much a result of a mindset uh, or a dauntless exterior facade, which tend to dissipate under the slightest pressure or light. If you're feeling underqualified, join the club. Here's your card. With so much data, material, information to study, uh, and philosophy to scrutinize, how can any of us move forward in the world of self-confidence? It's scary. But I'd like to offer two thoughts on this. First, this is why we can't have true, perfect self-confidence. Rather, we can only increase our relative self-confidence bit by bit. This forces us to stay humble and constantly consider the thoughts and words of others with great care and diligence, particularly when they have really good points. Two, personal self-confidence is a community endeavor. Noting that we do not have the time on earth to learn everything there is to know. We can spend time finding organizations or groups that have historically wrestled through much more of this information uh, than we ever could and trust their findings. Trust a core piece of self-confidence. It's certainly difficult, but frees us to move forward. Find these groups, learn about what they have to say and why they say it. Look at their internal logic and wisdom. Does it make sense? Is it pretty sound? If the answer is yes, then it can be trusted and it should be trusted. Finally, I'd state that it's not simply how we obtain self-confidence that intrinsically builds self-confidence. Rather, it is interacting with others out of the context of our current self-confidence that truly builds self-esteem over time. Threw a lot of words there. Without moving towards others, self-confidence is meaningless vanity and will dissipate. Real self-confidence knows that people are hurting and moves in to hear from them, not bragging about itself to others. It speaks for itself simply by listening. So if you want self-confidence, move forward by listening to others and encouraging them to continue forward because in the end, it really is worth something. It's our route to self-confidence. Thank you for joining us for the Restoration Counseling Podcast. Our podcast is a product of Restoration Counseling of Atlanta, located in Roswell and Woodstock, Georgia. 
If you'd like to ask questions or inquire about counseling, please feel free to do so. You can email us at info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Again, that's info at restorationcounselingatl.com. If you'd like to contact Jared, please feel free to email him at jared, J-A-R-E-D, at restorationcounselingatl.com. Thank you. Thank you.